There we go. There we go. We're recording. Okay, we're both. So you're a little sick. I'm a little allergic to a cat that lives in my house. So I we're both. Forgot about that. Yeah, it's been a journey. I'm taking Claritin every day. Um, we're working on it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I did not consider that when you said that he was moving in. That's unfortunate. Um, you've done it before. I've done it before. And I'll tell you what, he's a he, he's a cool little guy to have around. I'm yeah, really appreciating yeah. having this guy around. So he seems you know. like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm taking Claritin every day, and then I have antihistamine eye drops just in case I get a little too rubby. Um, for whatever reason, yesterday and today it's kind of been a little bit bad, but prior to that it hadn't been. So I'm kind of hoping that it's like also the change of the seasons. Sure. Yeah. But we'll see. That could be. Let's yeah. yeah, fingers crossed for you cuz you know we want yeah. him around. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I'll tell you what. Having him around really puts it into perspective how weird of a cat Finn is. Yeah. 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 Cuz Marty is a cat. Right. And Finn is kind of an aberration from the Shadowlands. Yep. And uh you said that recently. You were like, "Man, you just basically what you just said to me and I Yeah. Uh, uh, another part of what you said was when I spend time with Finn, you you kind of get tricked into thinking that this is what a cat is, right? Yeah, um, and that is that is what I fall into is I'm like, no, I have two cats. These are normal cats, and this is how <laughs> cats behave. And then I'll get around another cat and think, oh nope, my guys are weird. <laughs> Your guys are weird. You're gonna experience <laughs> that a lot here because you're coming here soon. Yeah, I'm gonna be there for days. Yeah, you're gonna pet sit for me for like three days. I'm gonna pet sit for you for three days, like five days. Um, the 26th, the 27th, the 28th, wait, not the 20th, what the fuck? The, the 27th, 27th, the 28th, the 29th, the 30th, the 31st. Oh yeah, no, that's a lot of days. Thanks, yeah. man. That yeah, you're welcome. I kind of didn't realize how big of a favor this was. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I hope you have fun. I think Paige is going to hang out with you and I'll leave you lots of sodas. Yeah, that's, that's all I need. Portillo's, um, Shake Shack, Paige. That's it. Sodas. Sodas. Um, how are you getting here, by the way? Uh, broom, 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 broom. Broom, Yeah. I didn't know if you were going to go choo-choo or bus no, bus. No, all those other forms of travel have been intimidating to me physically recently just because gotcha, of the wheelchair gotcha. and the crutches and yeah, 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 all that stuff. Plus, like, I don't know, man. The drive to Chicago ain't bad. It's not. It's really just getting into Chicago that I don't Getting like. into Chicago is a fucking nightmare. But it's a like, nightmare. It's mostly, it's mostly cool. It's and then, mostly cool. Listen, if, if the difficulty that you encounter when you enter Chicago happened in the middle of that journey, that would be a nightmare. But the fact that it's smooth it's sailing the until the end of my journey is great. It's like, okay, this is a nightmare, but I know I'm where I need to be and I'm close. And I will say... Like, if this has any credence on, like, I mean, I know you're going to get there in the afternoon, so it doesn't, but I've done that later at night, and it is better. Me too. So, yes. like, yeah, during not prime moments of the day, it is better. I've been, I hit rush hour every time, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, hoping yeah. to avoid that this time. Yeah. Yeah, if you but could just slide not. in at, like, a cool early afternoon, I think you might be okay. That'd be really cool because one time I left Paige's apartment after seeing a concert at like midnight and it was amazing. I, I yeah. drove down Lakeshore Drive and there was fucking nobody and it was so yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. And so, That's really cool. yeah, something, I'll figure something out. 
Um, I'm getting on a plane tomorrow for the first time in years, and I'm so nervous. I okay. I'm yeah, so the nervous. last time you flew was with me. No, you I flew think, to Florida. I think it was shortly after we broke up. I flew to Florida to see my ex best friend. Um, yeah. So <laughs> shout out. Um, I that's so long. Yeah, yeah, 2016. Oh uh, my so god! So long. I'm so scared. I'm so nervous about luggage because I'm not checking a bag because my work is paying for it and I felt weird about like sure. that uh so and but then I got nervous about like the whole carry-on versus uh personal item thing mm-hmm. and so I'm just gonna take one bag and like I'm gonna Oh Natalie I'm so I've been panicking all week. People are so lax with the carry-on. My my situation is a uh, suitcase as my carry-on, and my personal item is a backpack that you could easily use to travel with. Like it's it's pretty chill. Yeah, I think I'm just doing the backpack, and oh uh, okay, I'm gonna really give it a shot. Okay, all right. How 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 many days? Not too many. <laughs> too many. Too many. I'm, I'm doing like a whole capsule wardrobe thing. I'm really gonna take advantage of the laundry in the hotel. Um, Natalie. Michael, I'm I'm so scared that I'm gonna lose all my items. I get it. Okay, that's fair. And like, I can't. I don't want to risk like because I'll have my work laptop with me, and that's not mine, and I don't want to have to replace that or something. So I'm just I'm I'm really just psyching myself out. Yeah, and to be honest, because it's been so long since you've flown, I can't talk you out of this anxiety. It's just going to be there. That's just what it's one of those things. And then after you fly a couple times, that'll go away. But for now, yeah. For now, I'm packing super light and uh, it's going to be uncomfortable. But yeah, I also chose um, direct flights. So no layovers. Bitching. Um, And I did get to choose my seat. I'm flying United. So I did get to choose my seat. Gross. Um, Okay. Well, you know what? (laughs) It was the only people that did direct flights. No, that's fair. To California. So you know what? I'll take what I can get. Sure. Um. But I'm flying United, but so you get to choose your seats. But I specifically wanted to be at the back of the plane on an aisle. Okay. I, like I want to be at the back of the plane because it's close to the bathroom. Sure. And I, you know I got to pee mm-hmm. multiple times an hour. So sure. I want to be on the aisle so I can get up. Yep. Um, but the only really like comfortable aisle seats, or one is a middle seat um, towards the back of the plane was the back like the last row in the plane and so that's what i have for both trips and they give you a little message that's like hey this is not the most optimal seat brother um you're not maybe gonna like this and i said i'm gonna i'm gonna dislike having to sprint to piss even more so yeah yeah it's it's gonna smell like poopy that's fine Okay. It's going to be my poopy, mostly. Probably. It, it could also be other people's poopy. And then you won't have to worry about other people smelling your poopy if you're the guy. Right. Because it's like, I'm that guy. So Yeah. So I, I guess yeah. that's good. Because I've, I've taken that seat before. I love an aisle seat if I'm not going to nap. That's my... Yeah. I love it. Uh, but back of the plane is rough. I, 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 can't, I can't be far away from that bathroom. And that's my thing. I you know? support it. I support it. And then, thank you. You know, it's going to be a nightmare getting off. You got to wait for everybody, but that's fine. I figure I, I'm I'm more anxious if it's like I'm in the middle and I feel like I got to like get fucking stake my claim to get out of there. I'd rather yeah, like just yeah. everybody get the fuck off. 
I yep. can wait. I'll sit. You guys yep. take your fucking time, and then I'll be playing. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. The, I only the got other one advantage. Bag. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it's like because I always worry about people taking your bulkheads, but no one's gonna walk to the back of the plane to put their shit above your seat, and you yeah. might not even do that if you have just one backpack. Yep. But I'm, okay. try, I'm trying to be real smart about this. I support it. I support it. Well, I'm going to play the theme song. Oh, right. I forgot about that. And then tell you about being sick. Oh, okay. I also have things to tell you about. Okay, good. Well, that's cool. perfect. That's so that's it. <laughs> Your chips are down and you're throwing the towel. I don't think so. Because there's still one podcast out there that we can count on. Hey, everyone. Hey, folks. Hey, everyone. What's up, everyone? You're listening to My Ex and I with Natalie, Natalie and, Michael. and Michael. Two people who used to date, but don't anymore. They talk about their lives, dating, relationships, and basically everything else. But they're not professionals. They're just making jokes. Don't take anything they say too seriously. It's My Ex and I podcast. Natalie can't stop talking, and Michael can't stop bleeding. They're talking, talking exes, exes for the rest of you. Why would you start a podcast with your ex? Because loneliness is that hard. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael. And I'm Natalie. And my ex and I have a podcast together. And this is episode 138. 138. Don't be fucking late. Nice. Don't be late to the airport. That's a good good advice for you. I'm going to try. It's going to be extra hard on the return trip. You're flying out of O'Hare? Uh, yeah, to there. <sighs> the departing. To, to leave. Because that's where Chicago is. You could fly Midway. No, no. If I'm connecting through Chicago, I try Midway. Yeah, but I'm not doing that. That's fair. That's a good point. I want to take the blue line all the way to my dreams. Okay. Yeah, well, you're a city girl. You, you know. I, don't know. I just didn't want to worry about a fucking car or pay for an Uber. Yeah, that, yeah that's fair. I want to sit on a train for a cool 45 minutes and get taken north. I love it. I love yeah. it. All right. All right. I'm going to try to get a tattoo when I'm in California. No, that's sick. Yeah, I, I asked my, okay, so here's, here's this. Uh, I'm a boss now, right? Mm-hmm. I have somebody who reports to me. She has and an employee. And I have an employee, and he's a local. And so I said, hey, non-work question, where's a good place to do a walk-in tattoo? Mm-hmm. And he was like, ooh, let me check around. I haven't gotten inked in a while, but nice. these are probably some cool places. And I was like, thanks, man. I'm a cool boss. Yeah, he's like, what a cool boss I have. <laughs> what a cool boss he has. It's me. And you're, it's in San Francisco? San Jose, technically, oh, but like San the Jose. Bay Area. The Bay Area, yeah. Yeah, San Jose. You're, f- you're speaking like you're intimately familiar. Well, Jerry Sue, uh, one, of your, one of my favorite skateboarders, one of your boyfriend's favorite skateboarders is from San yes. Jose. I knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Louis Barletta, another one. So, so that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, do you know what you're getting tattooed, or are you just going to pick something to I'm memorialize? I'm going to pick something. Ah, that's Maybe sick. like a fucking bird or some shit. Fucking bird or some shit? That's sick. You know? I think I'm going to put it... Do you know where my little f- Bennett frog is? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think I'm going to put it next to him, like on the inside it. of my arm. That might be my no, favorite gonna tattoo No, it's going to hurt real bad, but you know what? Oh, sure. I was okay. saying the, the frog is my favorite tattoo of yours. It's a lot of people's favorite tattoo of mine, which best. I think is funny. But it's the when, best. Like, the fact that his vacant stare looks like my puggle is the best. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, so I'm sick. You're sick. You got your COVID booster. Yeah. I was like, my mom was like, hey, 
I know a guy who can give <laughs> you a COVID booster. And really sounds, that makes it sound like you went to a back alley and this <laughs> guy just had fucking Pfizer in his vest. Uh, well, I will say this. They were all booked up until next month, but my mom made a phone call and was like, hey, I'm a cool nurse. And they were like, we'll get you in, in tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. So I did, I did kind of have the hookup and they also did a flu shot and I was like, uh, I can get both at once. Yeah. No big deal. And you know, my mom is on chemo. She's immunocompromised. Yeah. So it's a nice thing to do. My best friend's immunocompromised. What's up? Not at this present moment, but I will be soon. Okay. Yeah, exactly. See? Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, I should get this booster. What's it going to do? You know? And mm-hmm. just throw the flu shot on top of it, whatever. Yeah. It kicked my ass so sure. bad. Sure. So sure, bad. Sure, 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 sure. I had yeah, COVID yeah, yeah. last year. Yeah. Uh, that I suspect I got from a crackhead in New Orleans, if we all remember that story. We do. Uh, and that was bad for sure. I yeah. didn't enjoy, I did not enjoy having it, but this was so bad. It was so bad now. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't consider the possibility that it would be bad. So last night I was just hanging out and I was like, I was going to start this new comic book series that I bought and I was so excited. And but he so couldn't I couldn't even start his comics. No, I was laying in bed. I was so excited. I opened it. I started reading and I couldn't read it. And I was like, oh my God, my attention span is so bad. I need to get off TikTok or whatever, you know. You're not on TikTok. Not on TikTok, but well, you know, you know, I'm one of the guys. I'm, one, I'm mm-hmm. a millennial. My, t- my attention span is so bad. Right, 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 right. So I put that down and I laid down and I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. And then I got all cold and I like being cold. You know me. Yeah, he's a he's a he's an icy boy. He's an icy boy. If 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 I had my druthers, I would keep my living environment at like 62 degrees. I love it. Mm-hmm. Even less. If even less. Truly. I've seen To be less honest, even left. Yeah, I was trying to seem like maybe normal, that was a normal. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a cool 57. It's true. That's yeah. probably more accurate. Yeah. Your but apartment this, in Columbus was an ice cavern. An ice, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was a coldness that was coming from inside the house. You the know, bones. this was a. Yeah, bones. You were cold were inside cold. your bones. And I was like, oh, that's no good. And, no good. And so I got a little blankies and I was covering up. Uh, and then my head started throbbing. And then I realized that the, the chills were from a little fever. Oh. And then I got like delirious. Oh, I was no. like listening to a podcast to try to fall asleep. And I was picturing their words in like comic book bubbles. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's silly. That's Uh-oh, a little that's whimsical. Silly. Brain's going bad. <laughs> Brain's going silly on him. <laughs> and I was up all night. My mom also got the booster and the flu shot. And we met each other at like one in the morning because we both got up. Then three in the morning, then five in the morning. We just kept like getting up and saying, I'm so, I'm so, so sick. My head hurts so, so bad. Aww. Yeah, it was a nightmare. We just talked a lot about you being cold, and it made me in this sweater hoodie incredibly hot just having mm. that conversation. So I am going to take it off really quickly. Sure. Just give yeah. me one moment. No problem. And I, I do have laundry that I haven't folded right next to me, so I'm just going to do a quick change here. Yeah, that's okay. Natalie took off her headphones. I don't have my headphones on, but you know. She's now taking here. off. Still well, present. Appears to be a blanket with a hood on it. In this, in this moment. Kind of like a robe that doesn't open with a hood. 
you know, you guys know. Now she's putting on a flannel, and the headphones are going back on. Hey, Natalie. Okay, sorry. I can I can pay attention so much more now that I'm not so lasered in on my body heat because of how much sure. we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then all day was just was grappling with my great sickness. Yeah, yeah. Well, something I do know is that you're very tough when it comes mm. to hemophilia. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're a little baby boy when it comes to anything else yep. being a little bit wrong. Yep, that is true. And <laughs> so. uh, this is one of those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's very true. Yeah. If it's a physical pain that I understand, I'm all good. Right. But otherwise, mm-mm. But like sicky? Ugh. Sicky, no good. No good. I'm not used to it. I have no practice. Yeah. Yeah. I have no practice. And so I had to get soup. Oh. Yeah. What kind? Broccoli cheddar. Ugh. What do you mean? I, I had a bad broccoli ch- cheddar experience at like a Chi-Chi's once or a Chili's once. A Chi-Chi's? A Chi-Chi's <laughs> is a Mexican restaurant. It wasn't yeah, you that. Shouldn't be also getting a that defunct there. Mexican restaurant yeah. that isn't around anymore. I Rest think it was a Chili's. In peace. Yeah, right? I think it was a Chili's. I had a broccoli cheddar soup that was like just, it was like nacho cheese consistency. Ew. Okay, it was I just get it. cheese. So like, I, I think of that, but I'm sure yours was a better experience. I got it from Panera. Oh, good. They do good soup. They do good soup. with a, I, And I also got a grilled cheese, and so I was just nice and warm and nice. Comfort fooded. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I watched The Hangover. Oh, a movie. Yeah. Bad movie. Yeah. Yeah, not a good movie. No, and the, uh, Dr. Ken Jeong, who plays uh-huh. uh, the bad guy, I guess. It, yeah. I I never noticed this, but they he he's he talks about being Chinese. Um, yeah. But that man is so Korean. Sure. And so it just they makes just, me think of the casters being like, ah, whatever. Ah, uh, whatever. You could yeah. just be you could just be Chinese. It's crazy the kind of shit in that vein that happened when we were like high school age. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I like when I was like 14, I really thought racism was over. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and it turns out, you know, it's not. <laughs> turns out it's not. That would have been nice. It would have been nice. Would have um, been a good time for it to stop, but yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't know if it did. Hey, speaking of racism and <clears throat> just general <laughs> upsetting things. I segue. What? I, I, I feel weird. I mean, this is a comedy podcast, but I feel like we acknowledge when things happen. I do Uh-oh. feel weird not t- <laughs> like not mentioning the fact that there's a major geopolitical conflict happening right now in, in yeah. this time. Yeah. Yeah. It sure is going on. I, it's a weird one, eh? It's a weird one. Um, it's a weird one. I, it, I think about it every day. Me too. I've been thinking about it a lot. Um. It's oh, it's hard to talk about. Let's I think let's preface with typically when people have podcasts, they <laughs> have a platform and an audience that they have a responsibility to. We don't really. Don't. That's true. Don't. Yep. I think I yep. think we make a show that about 
30 to 40 people listen to and we love you all. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that we have the same responsibility as people with thousands of millions of of listeners and viewers. Yeah. Uh, thus, I don't think that we should be we're not going to be as eloquent or as uh, careful, careful, maybe <laughs> as we would be uh, yeah. on a, on a larger stage. But on the, on the flip side, I think that this can be a very honest uh, account of what it's like to just be a normal person living through this time, which sure. is it's confusing to understand and it's hard. And it's like you think about it all the time, but then you're also seeing messaging that's like, if this is negatively impacting your mental health and you're just trying to get through the day and you're really sad and depressed and you have to work a job and be a person, like you don't have to think about it. And you're like, that is all true. Maybe I don't. And then you're yeah. seeing messaging that's like, that's why people that people always are like, why did the Nazis get away with what right. they did? And that's right. why. And then you're like, oh, okay. But then you're just like, I I'm a bla- I'm just a lady. I don't right. And so that's where I'm at. That makes sense that I definitely feel that Uh, another confusing part of it for me is uh, I'm a leftist. Yes. Dirty, dirty commie. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that does not necessarily align me with the Democratic Party. However, comma. Right, right. Usually I can look to them to kind of represent the general stance of major geopolitical events or if you're gonna have a guy that's gonna be the guy that's gonna gonna be be the the democratic guy or maybe not proudest of those guys but they're probably our guys exactly typically they are at least on this the side i want to be on right but i just don't like what they're doing with that information or whatever yeah this however right has been very very different yeah uh you know biden is soup soups pro israel he's beefing it eh yeah yeah um and it just feels like everyone is uh yeah which is confusing to me Uh uh-huh uh yeah because because we everyone kind of on our side of the field was like pro-palestine right right for many many years mm-hmm. but then these attacks happen that were were perpetrated by a terrorist organization hamas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and suddenly people forgot why they were pro-palestine and and it's like it's it's it, it everyone is acting as if it were unprovoked but when it's like no dude we've been saying free palestine for 20 yeah. years yeah. How would you not assume that that could lead to some catastrophic response in the form of a terrorist like overreaction or organization killing people? Right. Right. That that has been the confusing part of it for me where it's like the it felt like the uh American left like the 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 Democratic Party kind of forgot their general stance on that. Mhm. Um and I, and I guess major major democratic representatives have always been pro Israel because the United States is, but right. It it just felt like a lot of people, yeah, were like pretty clear on the fact that Israel was an apartheid state that was like subjugating Palestinian people, and then suddenly, oh, how dare 
these people from Palestine attack Israel. That's really interesting that you say I th- we thought it was clear because I wasn't fully clear on sure. yeah. what the situation was. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think largely because of living in the US, it's mostly yeah. a lot of like pro-Israel messaging and totally. like I just I knew that Free Palestine was kind of like the <laughs> progressive stance, but I didn't uh-huh. really understand the like nuances of the situation and yeah. never really had a reason to until recently. Sure. Um and it's it's uh it's not great. No, no. 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 And it, it it's it's also funny because like it's weird how myopic we can be when we're on social media and like mm-hmm. subscribing to the political commentators we agree with, you know? Right. And so to me, it was like, what do you mean? We've all been saying, you know, <laughs> we, fuck, yeah. fuck this Israeli occupation. And um, I don't know what this says about the, the, the channels I subscribe to, but this, one of the reasons that this uh, conflict, like this event, this part of the conflict, the ongoing conflict was so confusing for me was because I thought I had my feeds pretty well curated in terms of like, I see messaging that is like thought provoking, but ultimately like what I'm comfortable with. And Uh like, that's what I like. And I'm not here to have a debate about the purpose of social media and echo chambers. And like, that's, I get to design my experience around like what's best for me. Yeah. Um, But this split it felt like it split in Truly. half yeah, yeah, yeah like the people that like that i mostly heard from and like not even in like a political way it was like musicians and like artists a lot of whom were jewish yeah are are not on the free palestine side understandably question mark right right i don't really know so it was confusing for a while and eventually like i did enough research to kind of settle on my perspective of it, but I, it's definitely, I think, been the most challenging event of recent years to figure out how to feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. It was just, and even though through all of this, my stance hasn't really changed. I I mean, I was kind of of the like progressive pro Palestine viewpoint since I was like, pre-college even and definitely through college and like i still am there this yeah this took a lot of work to like arrive back at this it's like oh shit i need to reevaluate everything and like it 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 felt so jarring to see so many people that yeah i felt like i felt like i knew i felt like i had a curated kind of thing that i there are like people that I was following and like it was yeah it was it was very jarring to see the different perspectives Um, I had this I had this weird experience too where it was like Instagram it was like it was most mostly like my my progressive influencers and then LinkedIn was a completely different landscape interesting LinkedIn was wild yeah in terms of the like morning of israeli deaths yeah um which i guess i think makes sense it, it was a lot of people like mourning their colleagues um sure. that was being surfaced to me which is obviously like incredibly sad yeah um but it's it's it was like there was no there was no 
like I mean it's a it's a work platform so it makes sense but there was no discourse it was like mm-hmm. you are either quiet about this or you are like this was a tragedy in Israel and the United States should do everything to support Israel yes and there was yeah. no there was no other perspective in this like business capitalist social yeah. media setting yeah and it really I think said a lot it's yeah man it's yeah. been weird out there it's been weird out there. Um, I, I think I told you about this when I maybe before I watched it, but I I saw that there was going to be a live stream of one of my favorite podcasts, The Leftovers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a podcast hosted by Hassan Piker and Ethan Klein. Yeah, and Ethan is married to an Israeli woman mm-hmm. who served in the IDF. Um, mm-hmm. As they as, all have as to, she needed right? to. Yeah, she yeah. needed to. Um, but still was like, was a part of that institution. And like, I'd heard them talk about this conflict many, many years ago. And she very much humanized the Israeli perspective. Cause again, like yeah, college leftist, Michael was very, was very pro-Palestine and like, fuck, fuck all these Israeli people that are subjugating these, these Palestinians. Yeah. She very much humanized that where it was like, listen, I was just fucking born in Israel. I don't want this either. This is, I don't like it. Right. Right. Um, and like as, as, as simple as that seems it was very important for me to like hear her talk like that and and so i've i've heard their perspective on this situation in the past but then this the, these recent events very much uh, the, it seemed like ethan was was very pro israel and like um hassan was very pro palestine and and i was very eager to see them them talk and mm-hmm. that podcast i would recommend to anyone it's it's very yeah. long and so i certainly you don't have to watch the whole thing it kind of goes off the rails at a few different points but they both cry they're both <laughs> very emotional they both like you know cuz hassan although not palestinian is muslim and like is is very very engaged with with right. middle eastern politics and he's from turkey and it was it was very I think important and cool to see how much emotion was coming out of both of their perspectives, and they ended on common ground, although not agreeing necessarily. But it was still really cool to see. Like that that podcast was was very important to me in this in this moment. Good, that's awesome. And although I, I again I found myself like siding with Hassan, it was cool to hear Ethan, and I think important. To do so. Yeah. 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 It's 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 been interesting to hear from people um giving like honest, humanized accounts of of their perspectives. Uh it has been equally horrific <laughs> to see like the propaganda and like the yeah, dude. bullshit on like mainstream news. Dude, the, the, what the no- fuck? The no context, like I was watching, I think like the day after the initial Hamas attack, I was hanging out with my mom and she watches The View. Sure. Now, I don't go to The View for hot political takes. Right. But generally speaking, you know, Whoopi and I agree. Sure. Yeah. You know, like she, I can trust her to be there. They're all pretty like, they're definitely like Hollywood liberals, but it's like, all right, yeah. Is Raven still on? Raven is not still on, no. Okay. Um, but I was like, oh, yeah, okay, gals. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm always down to listen to what they have to say. But this one was, it, they were very pro-Israel and like, 
That's the thing. It was it's, completely robbed of any of the context of, of, okay, this is awful. We condemn Hamas, but. Let's think about the bigger picture let's here. Let's think about how backed into a corner these Palestinian people must feel and like look at the atrocities that the Israelis are committing. It was like totally devoid of any of that, that narrative and, and, and of that context. And I was like, whoopee. You know? Come on. Come on, Whoopi. What are you Come doing? Come on, Whoopi. You're a voice for the people. <sighs> yeah. It was, yeah. I, I, yeah. It was, it was interesting. It was disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I mean, if you, if you are like us, slash mostly me, I Finn. <laughs> yeah, Finn's here. Um, and you find this conflict confusing and you're not entirely sure um, what is going on and like how you should feel and you don't really have time to parse through everything. I think what I've personally landed on is like the thoughts that I have are like, uh, obviously Jewish people have been oppressed and persecuted historically for all of history mm, yeah. um, but no amount of historic oppression gives anyone the right to try to enforce like a religious ethno state at yeah. the cost of other people's lives i yeah, think that should that... be maybe a line that we draw and also i don't love that my tax dollars are contributing to it for sure that that's been a very tough part of this is like what okay finn that's enough of that but <laughs> You stepping on stuff. Um, it like you, you, you. The impulse is to be so delicate with how you talk about it, because like, you, yeah, dude, Jewish yeah. people have faced incredible persecution uh, throughout like, it, all of their uh, history. Oppression <laughs> is not a contest, but if it were, arguably they would win for sure. Yes, like, yes. Let's. We, I'll give them that for sure. Yes. Um, and so that, that's rough. And like, and when you see your Jewish friends supporting Israel, it's like, oh yeah, I, I, I get, I get why it. you would. Yeah, I do get it. But Semitism is not the same as like Zionism and, and supporting Zionist fucking awful, awful religious ethnostates. So it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it goes kind of into the whole, like the right that they have to the land is purely a religious claim. And I just don't think that we should be nah. making decisions and foreign nah. policy and, and enacting violence on people based on that. No, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. So that's, oh. that's, I think too just normal people talking about a thing that they barely understand, but are yeah, yeah, yeah. being that's, forced that's to live That's important, through. is it's difficult to understand. Um, so on a, on a lighter note, uh, I've been watching a lot of House MD. God bless you. You mentioned uh, an arc in mm -hmm. that story that I didn't rewatch it, but dude, tonight might be the night because I'll be, you know, all cuddled up in my bed. Well, good. I'm glad you didn't rewatch it because... Michael, I know you are also a House fan. It was a, a very important show, and the listeners have heard us reference it. Oh, yeah. 
I was wondering if you'd be interested in uh, trying your hand at a round of House MD trivia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Okay. All right. How fun. So this <laughs> is a quiz from play.howstuffworks.com. Love it. Okay. What is, what is this website? The, the navigation says <laughs> science, tech, home and garden, auto, culture, and more. And somehow, within those subcategories, somebody has made a trivia game based on the TV show House MD from 2005. Because I think I'm familiar with like their YouTube content and stuff. But and so sure. it's like a BuzzFeed situation where it's like, this, we do recipes, but also what kind of pie are you? Right. And also, right. how well do you know the TV show House MD? Right. By, by Torrance Gray. Oh, Torrance. Yeah. All right, so do you want the preamble to the quiz or do you want to just hop right in? I would like the preamble. Okay. Is it just like a, I don't know, some writing that, that Torrance did? Mm-hmm. I love About it. About okay. this quiz. Love it. Okay. Starring British actor Hugh Laurie, House premiered in 2004 and went on to become one of the Whoa. most watched TV dramas in the world, except in Laurie's native England, where his longtime comedy partner, Stephen Fry, was often asked, whatever happened to Hugh Laurie? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Medical dramas had already been drifting away from their ultra-sincere roots with mm. endlessly caring and near-perfect doctors. The quirky 80s show St. Elsewhere and then the morally complex ER were proof of that. Love those. But no one had seen anything like Dr. Greg House, <laughs> a pill-addicted cynic whose mantra was, everybody lies. Mm. Following their mentor's lead, House's trainees lied and manipulated their patients, as well as each other. Oddly, though, House seemed to bring out the best in his medical fellows, at least professionally. Meanwhile, the other doctors at the hospital tried to keep House's behavior within the realms of the semi-reasonable, as House's supervisor and Wilson were his only true friends. Are you a true House fan? Then re return to the halls of Princeton Plainborough with our quiz. We'll test you on the dramas, diagnoses, and drugs of this 2000s show, and we promise... For this test, you won't have to climb into the MRI of doom. Nice. Now, I've just recently watched seven and a half seasons of this eight season show. Uh-huh. MRI of doom is not a reference. Nope. 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 That's nothing. That, yeah. they just, that was just Torrance adding a flare. Yeah. It's fun. Also, also literally, uh, in the last paragraph of this preamble, they say, then return to the halls of Princeton Plainsboro. Uh, and then the first question just below that paragraph is, what is the name of the hospital where House worked? I was going to say, when you were saying that, I was like, damn, this quiz must be very difficult because I could. that seems like it would be one of the questions. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was. And you can see the answer. I would uh, say I Princeton Plainsboro. I'll, I'll read you. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll just yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yep. Correct. The full nice. name was Princeton Plainsboro Teaching Hospital. This situates House MD in the state of New Jersey. Yes. Who was, in theory, House's supervisor? Lisa Cuddy, Cuddy. Foreman, Tauber, Wilson. It was Cuddy. Yeah. Dr. Lisa Cuddy was technically House's superior, though he tended to do as he pleased. He always went into her office to make his case for whatever groundbreaking and dangerous treatment he wanted to use, 
probably because he enjoyed their verbal sparring so much. Mm. Okay. Is that a question? Oh, that was the explanation. Got it. That was the explanation. Okay, the got answer. it, got now it. We're, now we're getting a little, now we're getting in here. What was James Wilson's medical specialty? Oncology. You got it, brother. Oncology is the treatment of cancer. Correct. The show, the show <laughs> suggests that it was inevitable that Wilson, a deeply caring person, would be drawn into the most difficult of medical fields. Mm. What literary character was House loosely based on? Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. The name House was chosen to sound like Holmes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How many fellows did House go through in the course of the show? Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. I could probably figure this out. No, you can't. Okay, so initially we have Chase. Yep. The girl. Cameron. Cameron Foreman. Foreman. Uh, I think that was it for the first one. Yeah, so that was like, like the, the first, first wave. And then what happened is like they all quit and he went through that draft. Do you remember yes, he, that? Yes, where he found, oh my God, he found Cutner. Cutner. He found 13. 13. There was that one guy who wasn't really a doctor. Yeah, that he was just around for like one episode though. Yeah. I don't think he's officially on the roster. And then but there was okay. there was one more key player from that group. There was one more key player from that group. Taub. Taub. Yes. Uh mm-hmm. and then Okay, okay. Now the only ones left are like the fringe ones, but there are a few. There was Masters. I remember her. Yes. Mm-hmm. There was the girl. I'm a I'm, man. I'm a fan of her as an actress. I don't remember her name, but she has like a bowl cut. Yeah, Park. Um, Park. Yes, she's yes. super sick. Mm-hmm. There was Park. There was um. Okay, wait. Let me think. So Park is now in season seven. So we're now or season eight. So we're now towards the end. There is one other one who I do think is an official one, but I just cannot remember her name for the life of me. Her name. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. She was like the prison doctor. Yes. Okay. I was going to guess that. Yeah, yeah. That he like convinced to quit and then come there. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I could see that too. I could see them counting her because then there are some other people, but I think I'm confusing them with just being a part of that. That draft. That draft. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, so, like Amber, but I don't think we would count her. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah you're right. But cut no, through I don't a bitch. Think- Cutthroat bitch. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. All right. So I think that puts us at nine. I'm confident. Is that, with that your answer? Yeah. Okay. Correct. House's fellows were Chase, Foreman, Cameron, Cutner, 13, Taub, Masters, Adams, and Park. Adams. Nice. Adams. Yep. Uh, we're obviously not counting the giant class of candidates he brought in to compete for the fellowships in season four. Damn, look obviously. at us. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. What differentiated Martha Masters from House's other fellows? She was dyslexic. She wasn't intimidated by House. She was still a medical student, or she wanted to be a veterinarian. She was still a medical student. Yes. Yeah. The other fellows were already full-fledged doctors, (laughs) though less experienced in diagnostics. Masters was a medical student. Cuddy pulled strings to get her the opportunity to work for House. Yep, I remember that. And then she ended up quitting. Yeah. What was Cameron's medical specialty? 
endocrinology, immunology, oncology, or trauma? Ooh. It wasn't endocrinology. It wasn't oncology. I know she goes to work for the ER, so I would guess trauma? Yeah, I didn't really know if that was a specialty. That is the wrong answer. It was immunology. Immunology? I did not know that. Yeah. Wow, okay, okay. Immunology involves the immune system, as the name indicates. Yeah. Thanks, Torrance. Right. I, I can't imagine. I can't like picture them saying, Cameron, you're the girl for this. You're the immunologist. Yeah. I think they probably did say they that like two did. or three times. On what drug was House dependent on for most of the show? Ambien, penicillin, Xanax, <laughs> or Vicodin? Penicillin. Penicillin. It was Vicodin. It was Vicodin for sure. Uh, the, unrealistic. House was frequently seen downing Vicodin. He did, however, have chronic pain that justified some, if not all, of his painkiller use. Whoa, Torrance. <laughs> what underlying condition caused House to have pain in his leg? Bone oh. cancer? Damage no. from an infarction? I don't think, I think they spelled something wrong. No, it's, that sounds right. Damage from a car wreck or it was psychosomatic? It wasn't psychosomatic. Oh man, I remember I remember him talking to that girl who needed her leg cut off in that episode where the building fell down. Yeah. Oh god, that's a wild one. It's a great one. And I remember him saying, like, I wish I would have let them cut it off. I was very selfish. Now I walk around with this because they took a chunk of muscle. Makes me think it wasn't a car accident. An infarction is like a a clot, maybe. Like, How are you going? What with? was what was the other one? Bone cancer. I don't think it was cancer. Yeah, we're going to go with infarction. Correct. We think of an infarction as being in the heart, a heart attack, essentially. Yep. But they happen in other parts of the body when clots or emboli keep hey. blood from getting to a tissue. It was brought up several times on the show. That his pain might be partly psychosomatic, a reflection of his inability to deal with psychological pain. Bro, look at me. Hit you. You're killing Mitochondrial it. is what I associate with infarction, yeah. Now, this is incredibly specific, and I do not know this answer yet because I don't think I've seen this episode yet uh, in my rewatch. Who was badly injured during the season eight episode, Nobody's Fault? Adams, Chase, Foreman, or Park? Badly injured. Mm -hmm. Adams. Who was prison lady? Yeah, Chase Foreman or Park. Huh. Shit, I don't remember. I don't think it was Park. That doesn't sound right. But I can't picture Foreman or Chase getting injured. I guess I'm going to go Adams. Do you have a guess? I did not, uh, but that was wrong. It was Chase. He was stabbed by a patient having a psychotic episode. That's For a right. time, he can't feel his legs, and it seems he might be paralyzed, but this is not the case. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. I, I kind of I do. Not really, though. What life-threatening disease ran in 13's family? Huntington's. Yeah. <laughs> Huntington's causes movement disorders, dementia, and eventually death. Very sad. 
I have a coworker whose mother had Huntington's. Oof. It was, yeah, it was brutal. Before Taub became House's uh, fellow, what medical field was he in? Plastic surgery. Yes. Taub was a successful plastic surgeon before a sexual indiscretion. Yep. Uh, required him <laughs> to leave his practice. The fellowship with House challenged Taub in ways plastic surgery didn't. And in addition, he was always working to repair his relationship with his wife. With his wife. Yeah, that was brutal. He briefly returns at some point and then comes back. Yeah, yeah. I think when House goes to jail, maybe. Yeah. And then he comes back in season mm-hmm. seven. What did Cuddy and Wilson have in common besides being doctors and friends of House? They were amateur artists. They were Jewish. They were Wiccans or they were vegetarian. Whoa. Jewish. I Wait, is Wilson Jewish? Yeah. I guess Jewish then. Yeah. Wilson, having fun with the documentary film crew, goes on a riff about House being Wiccan in a season four episode. But House's That's background so is apparently Christian, while Cuddy and Wilson are both Jewish. Yeah, he, su- he reads super Christian to me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, which of House's trainees committed suicide? Cutner. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Because, because um, what was that guy's name? Cal Penn. Cal Penn got a job at the White House. Yep. And they had to write them all. One of my most upvoted Reddit comments is a discussion about that episode. (laughs) (laughs) What? What did you you contribute? So I was reading a thread about it, and I think it was of my opinion that some other Redditors were misinterpreting the final scene. Oh. Um, They... I, I don't know. I think it was their contention that like it was totally random or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I said, no, I like I posted a screenshot of the last scene where House finds a photo of Cutner. Yeah. And it was him looking very forlorn and sad mm-hmm. while in college. And I, I was like, no, no, no. Look at this photo. Like, I think this was meant to wrap up and, and kind of communicate the fact that he was always had an underlying depression that was untreated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> So upvote, lots of upvotes on that one. Upvote. Uh, who played season eight fellow Dr. Park? Fuck. <laughs> if you read their <laughs> names, I bet I could get it. Uh, Grace Park, Chiaki Kuriyama, Song Hikyo, or Charlene Yi? Charlene, I think her name it is. Was, yeah, it was Charlene yeah. Yi. What is Foreman's first name? Oh. I'm going to say it and you're going to. Yeah. Can you read him? Eric. Eric. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, No matter how close people get on this show, no one seems to call anybody by their first name. That is very true. What ailment does Foreman's mother have? Alzheimer's, bone cancer, Parkinson's, or schizophrenia? I think. I think I remember it being Alzheimer's. Yes. Yeah. Foreman's mother is in mental decline. Early on in a heartbreaking scene, Foreman tells her, it's me, Eric. She smiles and says, my son's name is Eric. Yeah. Oh, God. Oof. Brutal. Oh, my then God. Him, dude, him with his, the scenes with him and his brother are also very brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Which two characters fell in love and married on the show? Cameron and Chase, Foreman yep. and 13. Yep. Yep. Cameron and Chase. 
Actors Jennifer Morrison and Jesse Spencer actually did develop a romantic relationship and nearly married during the run of the show. Whoa. Yeah, their characters actually tied the knot, but since House seems fundamentally opposed to happiness, their marriage didn't last. Do that you is remember true. why the marriage didn't last? Yeah, so Chase killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, Chase just killed Chase a guy. Chase fucking killed a guy, and then she was like, whoa, whoa. dude. <laughs> He killed a, a dictator. Like yeah, so an African was, dictator. Yeah, who was yep. like responsible for the murders of several. And he was like, it's justified. And she was like, yep. it's not. It's not. You can't do, literally you're not supposed to do that. It's illegal. Uh, who played the patient in the pilot episode? Feruza Balk, Neve Campbell, Robin Tooney, or Rachel True? Whoa. Whoa. I have no idea. Don't know. I'm going to say Nev Campbell because I love her. Yeah. Nope. It was Robin Tooney. Never heard that name. Tooney played Rebecca Adler, one of the two times the Sherlock Holmes character Irene Adler is referenced on the show. Ah. Uh. Um, bonus points if you recognize the other three actresses as Tooney's classmates in the 90s classic The Craft. I did okay. know that the first two were in The Craft. Who played the scientist whom House had to treat remotely from the South Pole? Do you remember this episode? Amber Tamblin, Kira Knightley, Chloe Bennett, or Mira Sorvino? He had to treat remotely. Yeah. Shit, I kind of, I don't remember this. I, sh- I certainly don't remember the actress's name. Um, it was not. Uh, it was Mia Sorvino, which we would have not known. But no. yeah, she was stationed at the South Pole when she felt ill and couldn't be transported for treatment. It was clearly inspired by Jerry Nielsen, the doctor who found a lump in her breast while stationed in Antarctica. Wow. Okay. Clearly. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad at like actor and actress's names. Because listen, when I'm watching this show, there yeah. is no oh. Hugh Laurie. There is I'm no Hugh Laurie. It's Greg House. My disbelief. That's yeah. Gregory House, and he's exactly. treating patients. Yeah. Yeah. Which character indirectly killed an African dictator on the show? Yep. That, indirectly that, i don't know about that yeah no that was uh that was pretty direct but that was chase um and he's at, now the question is who played that dictator and one of two of the options are james earl jones and morgan freeman and i'm pretty sure it was neither of those nope um gregory hines or chi mcbride i man i don't know hines yeah, i'm gonna neither. guess I don't gregory know. hines nope oh it was james earl jones Oh, it was James Earl Jones. I didn't remember that. I wow. don't actually know what James Earl Jones looks like, but I guess it's that guy. I guess I could picture, yeah, now that, now that I'm thinking about it. House had a guest star every week as House's patients, and often they were character actors, not, oh my God, it's him types. James Earl yeah. Jones, though, was the exception, except for me, apparently. <laughs> All right, we've got... Do you remember when, um, fuck... Felicia Day was on there. No. Yeah. What was her episode? Man, she had a baby, I think, that was like stolen or something. Mm. No, that wasn't her. It was a different one. But yeah, I I do. I just have a vivid memory of Felicia Day being on there. Huh. Love Felicia Day. I, yeah, I also do. Um, After the bus crash, what was Amber's ultimate cause of death? This is a hard one. Ooh, that Drug is a hard overdose, one. Drug overdose, aneurysm, cranial hemorrhage, or radiation poisoning. Okay. Now, let's think about this. 
Wilson said goodbye. So she mm-hmm. was like on life support. Who? Drug overdose. I don't think it was. Dude, but I, that kind of sounds vaguely familiar that like she took something or something. But I feel like it was, it's got to be cranial hemorrhage or something like that. It was a drug overdose. Was it? Okay, shit. Man, Amber, that sounded familiar. Amber had just taken a drug called amantadine for her cold symptoms. She would have survived her injuries had her kidneys been functioning properly, but they right. weren't, making a normal dose of the drug a fatal overdose. That's right. Okay. That, okay. That, that I, man, I should have gone with my gut. I knew there was a reason that was sticking out to me. Yeah. Yeah. God, there are so like I keep thinking we're at the end, but there are so many of these questions. Oh, I love it. Are you kidding me? Uh I I kind of am just uh clicking through them because I want to get to this one specifically. Sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Does Chase have a cat? Yes, no, there is conflicting evidence. <laughs> I'm gonna go with there's conflicting evidence. There has I don't to remember be conflicting it. Conflicting evidence. Okay, yes. In the adverse events episode, Chase observes a patient's gastric basor, basically a giant hairball, and comments it's that that's why he won't let Cameron get a cat. They were living together at the time. But later that season, House's hallucination of Amber comments that Chase has a cat. So which is it? It's possible that House's hallucination was lying to him. Mm. So. That seems likely. Where did Dr. Adams work before taking the fellowship with House? Mm. Jail. Prison. Jail. Prison. (laughs) House served time for running his car into Cuddy's house. Long story. So good, dude. I love the quips. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. Well, some of my favorite is when it's the episode is called 20 Vicodin. It's so good. Yeah. It's like the season premiere of one of the seasons. Yeah, yeah. And he starts, he's, he, that episode starts with him at his parole hearing. Uh, and he says, he's like, they're like, do you regret what you did? And he says, yes. And they're like, are you sure? Because you don't sound like it. And he was like, well, honestly, I knew that the kid was at her grandma's. I saw everybody move into the kitchen. So no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and he was like, is that who we give parole to? The best actors? Do you yeah, want me to yeah. act this? <laughs> so good. So good. Um, who became the head of diagnostics after House's quote unquote death? The head of diagnostics? Yes. I guess Foreman. So Foreman became, became the, the dean of medicine. Dean of medicine after Cuddy left. Right, but who's head of diagnostics? Oh, wait, yeah, I guess House was working under somebody. Under Foreman. Right, okay, so it was him. Yeah. Okay. But, but then who became the head of diagnostics after House, like, faked his death? Oh. Wow, I don't know. Chase. Really? Yeah. Good for Chase. Good for huh. Chase. That's weird, he's um, a surgeon. All right, and last question. Okay. What song plays over the final moments of the season finale? Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. Forever young, Soulsbury Hill, or you can't always get what you want. Oh, got definitely that one, right? Yeah. No, that was season five. No, oh shit. Um, but the, oh, that's the, right. I do remember that. 
the finale um was uh yeah enjoy yourself it's later than you think okay all right all right all right so Boy, that's, we, we still did pretty good that's a quiz they don't give you any results or anything it's just you just answered some nope, questions just fun times just, fun, just times. fun time on play.howstuffworks.com i think we did pretty well i think we did too especially because i just watched all of it wow yeah wow. and i haven't i, I want to go on record haven't seen an episode of house in years and so yeah. i'm very proud of the way i performed i'm proud of everything you remembered i didn't remember all those details before my most most recent rewatch look at him flexing look at those Killing guns it. these are guns those are guns wow wow well, I'm very, thank you. First of all, thank you. Yeah, sorry, Anytime I didn't can, realize that was going to take 25 minutes, but I, it did, and here are we are. Are you kidding me? I love it. Anytime okay. you can indulge me with one of my favorite shows and one of my favorite things, trivia, yeah. I, yeah. I'm so excited. There you go. And I'm very excited for you to fly on a plane. Oh, oh I almost forgot. No, Natalie, it's going to be fun. Michael, I'm so nervous I want to throw up. No. <sighs> what, if the, what if they don't like me? They're gonna like you, I promise. It's the so people easy. On the plane. What if I get in the way? You're not gonna get in the way. Every first of all, everyone's in the way. So don't worry about it. Listen, as long as you are conscious of the fact that you're taking up space, uh-huh. You're ahead of the game, I promise. Like okay. the the worst is people who are just oblivious to the fact that they're standing in the aisle and not moving or, you know, doing some really egregiously stupid shit. You're mm-hmm. already ahead of it. Okay. Okay. That's I good. promise. That's good. I've been taking more naps lately. Yo, me too. And I got to say, I love them. I've never been a napper. Me neither. And if I said that I was going to take a nap, what I meant was I'm going to go lay in my bed and look at my phone and not talk to anybody. Right. Yep. And that's great. And I love doing that. Mm -hmm. But lately, sleep better than phone. Yeah, I agree. Which has not been the norm. I completely agree. And I I basically have just started taking naps at the same time as my mother because she has has cancer. Kind of like when you have a baby. And so it makes her very sleepy. Yeah. And... And so she takes naps all the time. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll lay down for a second. And it's yeah. a nice little fucking little power nap. I wake up, I drink a sugar-free Red Bull, and I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael, I'm worried about your heart. Mm. Mm. <laughs> now, this ticker is going to tick. Well. 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 I got a fish fry tomorrow. Oh, for Lent? Yeah, for Lent. <laughs> um no my mom just catches fish and then she fries them for her family what, do, what but they do fish at lent right yeah we do fish at lent because you're not supposed to eat meat on fridays and so right. some people just substitute it with fish right which is not meat in I god's eyes not. in god's eyes yeah um so there's gonna be a bunch of people at my house and we're gonna eat a food that i don't like <laughs> how are you gonna like what's gonna be the side with the fish are you gonna do like a slaw i hope so i hope so because whatever that is becomes my main meal dish. and so you don't like I'm, you don't like fish hate it bro like not even f- like all fried and yummy and you put vinegar on it and yum, 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 yum. Oh, now i kind of want fish Blech. you can should come here tomorrow um yeah i like my sushi i like sashimi i like raw fish but 
None of this fucking cooked some fucking. But no. it's just like a chicken tender, but like a little different. It's a little different, but it's the difference because I love chicken tender so much that this so is like much. so much that I'll this is what, like a betrayal. I had some bad chicken tenders this week, and that's Ew. like not something I ever thought I would yeah, have or say. They that's, were dry. That is hard to do. That was hard. It was really hard to do, but they did it. I don't even remember where I got it from it. because I'm never getting it again. As an adult, I'll eat some salmon. You got some salmon or something? Yeah, like, a, ooh, Jimmy one time made this, like, pistachio-crusted salmon. Oh God, so here we good. go with Jimmy and his fucking good cooking. <laughs> he better cook for me someday. I know. Say the word, and he would love to. <laughs> I'm always so <laughs> but he'll jealous. he'll get really serious about it, and he'll ask you, like, what, what you like, and, like, you know, you might be kind of a fun challenge for him because, you know, you've got a limited palate. It's true. I don't don't like fried fish. I don't like fried fish or mushrooms, but you know, other than that. Like vegetables. I like vegetables. I don't I I can't eat cilantro because of the because of the gene. But I love vegetables. (laughs) Oh really? What's your favorite vegetable? Asparagus. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you do with it? (laughs) Butter. And it's so good. Okay. Uh, green beans. I'll fucking eat. I'll fuck up a, a fuckload of like canned Big green beans. Big old bushel of green beans. You kidding me? Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna... Yeah. Is that it's your delicious. favorite Thanksgiving side? Green bean casserole? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I like Love that shit. it. Love it. I like that shit a lot. Love it. I made Thanksgiving dinner a couple years ago. And it. The magic of Thanksgiving that. is gone when you are the one that has to cook it. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. I think my favorite part about, about eating green bean casserole at Thanksgiving is that I didn't make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't really get to have that experience anymore. So. You can come here. I'll come there. We'll make you, we'll make you green bean casserole. That sounds good. We, yeah. your mom will make me green bean casserole. Yeah. I'll supervise. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure it's good. Sit at the table with Finn. It's up to par. Yeah, me and Finn will supervise. (laughs) (laughs) Vien. He was very helpful last night when I had chills. Oh, was he being warm? Yeah, because I was under my blankies and he also got under the blankies and was like cuddling up. And I was like, you little fluffy little warm guy, come here. Come here. Get over here. (laughs) And Finn doesn't mind being squeezed and held. So Mm. it was very helpful. (laughs) Such a good boy. Yeah, he's a good cat. I like that we ended the episode. Back on Finn. Yep, back on Finn. That's how that's how it goes. Hey, it starts with Finn and ends with Finn. <laughs> that's hey. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those are my days. That's how my days are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wake up and he's there, go to bed and he's cuddling. He's still there. What a good guy. Good guy. Well, hell yeah. You got any final thoughts? Um, I don't think so. I you know, uh thank you for doing it. Um Which I'm happy that I can I get do this. In California if I get to pick and it's if I get like, if I just get to pick a concept, what kind of what? What kind of tattoo should I get in California? Ooh, a fucking bird or a fucking star or a fucking. It's kind of just should be something California. Yeah, like a weed leaf. Like a weed leaf, that'd be cool. Or a little bear. Cool. Or like a full portrait of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg would be sick. He's yeah, from yeah, yeah. Long Beach, but that's California. Um, yeah, I know, but like not San Jose. Well, I don't know. 
You, I, I think, think a, you just wanted to flex that you knew Snoop Dogg was from Long Beach. Everybody knows Snoop Dogg is from Long Beach. I didn't know Snoop Dogg was from Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> LBC, baby. Nobody, nobody knew that. <laughs> People know that. People <laughs> no, know that. No, he, he, yeah, no. dude, he was a Long Beach crib. Everyone knows. Nobody knew that. Yeah. Get in the comments. Let us know <laughs> if you knew Snoop Dogg was from Long Beach. Um. Yeah, I think a bear would be cool. A bear? Yeah, a bear is on the flag. Oh, I don't want that. You that's know? like, that's not how I represent myself. You should get in and out while you're there. Mm, I don't even like in and out that much. I, okay. <laughs> Thank you, first of all. Yeah? I do think it's really good, but it's Shake Shack is my girl because that's, she she's been there for me. That's the thing is like maybe 10 years ago, I would have lost my shit over In-N-Out because the smash burger hadn't really reached the the Midwest, but now it's old news. It's old news and Shake Shack. And and Shake Shack did it better. And yeah, she's there for us. Like she cares about the Midwest. She's here. Yeah. 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 She showed up. Yeah. Yeah. And so In-N-Out does not deserve our loyalty, but that animal style, the fucking little spread. No. Too messy. Okay, you're being ridiculous now. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a proud Midwestern girl, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to go to California and be like, what is all this? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my plan. What is all this? What is all this? What are you doing? <sighs> you buy your weed in stores? Well, we do that. I know, but. You don't. I don't know. I don't buy my weed. No. But if you could, it wouldn't be in a store. Well, you could probably get a med card. Hemophilia is not on the short list, but I bet you could swindle him. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I could. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could get there. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. Look at me. Look at, look at look what's at, going on Look at on my here. body, please. Please drugs. Please drugs. Uh, well, How's yeah, that, that's, that's all I had. That's all I had. All right. Well. I want to say thank you to Ryan and Brandel for our theme music. And I want to say thank you to Kevin Budnick for our cover art. And I want to say thank you to Michael for being my best friend and for watching my pets in mm. a couple weeks. Um, I love Co- that next you're weekend, coming bro. to Chicago and we're not going to hang out yep. <laughs> again. Uh, but you're going to hang out with Paige probably yep. at my house. And Zach. And Zach. You can and invite Austin. Zach over. Have a party. I'll have a party. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I will. All right. Oh, maybe a Halloween party. You need to be here for Halloween. I know. I'm going to watch spooky movies with your dogs. Oh, no. They've never mm. seen anything like that. You have to. Oh, Opal's going to get scared. Too bad. Opal's going to get so scared. Too bad. It's, it's tis the season. <sighs> she's got she's to be scared. I'm going to come back and I'm going to have completely psychologically altered dogs. No, they're going to be into it. They're going to be like, Mom. Stab. Have you ever seen Friday the 13th? Then I'm going to say no. <laughs> we should watch it. No. <laughs> and I want to say thank you to Paige for being our editor and for being my best friend and for being wonderful. And I want to say thank you to you, listener, for listening this far. And hey, if you made it this far, okay, what you're going to do is you're going to go to thecomfy.com and mm. you're going to order yourself one of these big blankie hoodies. <laughs> And unlike me today, you're not going to get too hot because you're going to save it for like the dead of winter. 
and then you're gonna be warm and it's gonna be great and it's gonna be like having a cat under the blankets love it we love it yeah anything else just i love you thank you for everything you you do i'm squirting the squirt gun in the camera all right uh bye (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bye, everybody. We love you. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Uh, I think all oh, that's yes. left to say. I knew that we were missing something. Yeah, I thought it was funny to just say bye, but then I realized it wasn't. No. I think all that's everybody left to say. Jesus. Yep. Sorry. It Sorry. is good, good night, New, New York. York. We love you. Bye. My ex and I podcast. They're talking exes for the rest of us.